Ladies and gentlemen, you literally stab people in the back like fifty times. Well, I'd never do it again. For this is a Freddie Lane Productions podcast. <laughs> I don't get the reference. What's going on? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out in Trailer Park. Cue music. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaja. I'm sorry for the huge delay. I'm a Mogulista. (laughs) (laughs) And you're now experiencing, hopefully not on delay, a podcast called Friends. Yes, you are. I'm going to have to keep that in. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Fulia, you can make it as long as you want. (laughs) Yep. Hmm. Yep. We'll see. (laughs) Ah, glorious Good to be back for another week of the show As always Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, stuff and things have happened And now let's hear from Fulia About the stuff and things that happened to her In the last seven days ta-da, I'm here (laughs) (laughs) I am stuff, I am things I am things things. (laughs) Um, so just a few highlights of the week. Caught up with Wayne as well as Kindle for yes. dinner. It was really lovely to catch up with Wayne. Yes. Uh, after what feels like forever since we last saw him. Yeah, or at least a, since I last saw him. For you, it was a while. <laughs> it was a couple of months at least. Yeah. So we went out to our regular place in Altona and it was lovely to be yep. able to eat some Italian food again. Oh my God. Shout out to Pier 71. Oh yes. Amazing food. Yes, we absolutely love it there. Yep. And we absolutely love Wayne. Thank you so much yes. for catching up with us. Yes, it was great. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Always Wayne. Always a pleasure. Always good. <laughs> <laughs> for people playing um, at home, I haven't seen him in ages. <laughs> uh, and uh, we also got to watch a movie together. Yes, we did. What was the title again? Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a, an 80s movie for those of you who haven't yes. heard of it. An <laughs> 80s, 80s film. It was uh, directed by Chris Columbus and mm-hmm. stars Elizabeth Shue in one yep. of her first uh, roles, like leading roles. Uh, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, what else did I get up to? Oh, and then uh, on Saturday, I went out for more Italian food, but this time it Oof. was pizza at uh, Ollie's Pizza Parlor in Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And my gosh, their pizzas are so good. Oh, nice. I had the mixed mushroom pizza. Very delicious. Mm. Oh, mwah. Jeff's kiss. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I would highly recommend going checking that out if you're ever down in that sort of suburb. Um, please go check out Ollie's Pizza Parlor. Um, and I also so that so that, and then yeah that night when I came home I decided to watch I came across on YouTube 
um, what, an, a YouTube Originals docu-series. And Ooh. it's called K-Pop Evolution. And it's pretty much the history of K-Pop. And, um, you know, they interviewed uh, K-Pop artists and idols um, from the past and what they went through, what, you know, the their whole, you know, mental health and uh, becoming an idol or an artist in K-pop and just um, overall how they even become a K-pop artist. Like, apparently wow. they actually get trained up. They do, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. so they, tra- they get trained up for, like, years mm. to become a K-pop artist and if they're good enough, they'll debut. But... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, like an, a complete institution. Yeah, it's yeah. the singing, dancing, and acting. Mm. Um, and it was just very eye-opening to watch. And but I was highly educated, and I really and I really loved it. Oh, great! Um, so if you guys are have the um, premiere access on YouTube, go check it out. It's definitely worth a watch, especially if you're a K-pop fan. Um, and then, um, with the Discord fam, uh, at the time of recording this morning, we watched Jumanji together. Hey. The Jumanji, um, um, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Less, less excited to react. But I mean, that one's, it's still still fun. It's It's, a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. I, I, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it and then I enjoyed it again. So it was nice to revisit it. Oh, that's good. After a while. So, um. Just, just love Dwayne's, you know, smoulderings. Like, yeah, smoldering intensity. <laughs> so funny. It's so good. Uh, and yeah, and that's pretty much been my week, apart from working and streaming. Cool. Uh, over to you, Michael. Over How has your to week me. been? Yes, my week was fine. I, I didn't catch up with friends, or, or, but I did catch up with family, which which was exciting. I mean, that's good. I say catch up with family. I was actually babysitting, so. It's sort of a catch-up, but that was fun. I haven't seen my sister in a while. Uh, we just got chatting about shit. I can't really, really talk about it because I can't really remember. It's one of those conversations where <laughs> where it's like, oh, you've been talking to him for about four hours. What did you talk about? I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> but, yeah, that was great. I miss my sister. Um, yeah, uh, nothing really much has happened to me through, through the week. Um, I played... Maybe too much Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> every time I come home from work, I say, Don't talk to Dad. I need to do some Minecrafting just to recharge my batteries and also not think for a while. Uh, and speaking of not thinking for a while, I, I found a new YouTuber person. Uh, what do you call it? Channel. Uh, it's uh, called uh, Wait in the Wings. Uh, and they do like uh, video, video, um, say uh, documentary, like small documentaries on uh, on um, uh, uh, Broadway shows that go on Broadway and also off Broadway as well. So that was pretty cool. There, there's a a lot of new stuff as well. Like they they uh, did one for Matilda that was done by Tim Minchin, and they <laughs> and they also did a uh, Beetlejuice, of course, by uh, and the music was done by um, uh, Eddie Perfect, so I watched them first, of course, yeah. because Australian content. Yay! Um, Yay! One that I sort of knew but didn't know, they actually did a Carrie musical, uh, the Stephen King uh, Carrie. Ka- Carrie? 
uh, and yeah. they, and they went into the history of that, and I thought that was very interesting. They also did there was also an off Broadway show of the Evil Dead as well. Uh, that that would have been that would have been great to see because they they sort of go into it and how how they reformed it and essentially um, this show had a a splash area like in the front row where you might oh, no. get hit by a lot of blood. <laughs> so, oh no. <laughs> so, wow. I love that. And it got me thinking, I want to do that. <laughs> you want to be in the splash zone? Yeah, or you want to splash, splash people with fake blood? <laughs> yeah. So apparently the, those tickets would have uh, cost um, a little bit extra because, you know, you're getting hit, get getting hit by a uh, corn syrup and, and stuff like that. But unfortunately, they were very popular, those tickets, that a lot of people were complaining that they got sold out pretty quickly. So oh. so that, that was a bit of fun. Uh, and of course, I'll say it again, uh, wait in the wings on YouTube. Uh, make sure you, you give, nice. them, give them a look if you're interested in that sort of, in that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, the fir- first one that I, um, uh, I watched was the, uh, the Spider-Man uh, musical and if you don't know the history behind that one and its demise dare I say not to spoil it but yeah, definitely interesting if you want, if you hmm. enjoy that sort of history like I'm not necessarily a music theatre person but I do enjoy the sort of um, art behind it and I've been in a couple of musicals too because I can sing <laughs> off key but I can <laughs> sing and yeah. uh, yeah, that's basically it. Just me just watching stuff. Uh, I didn't get to go to the movies this this week, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, w- I was tempted because Voyages came out this week and I was tempted to go oh. and see that. Uh, it's the movie that uh, um, both Kendall and Fulia didn't like the trailer of, but I was, <laughs> I was, I was uh, intrigued. To say the least. So next <laughs> week, because um, because um, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat's not not out yet, but and I need to do something with my time next Friday, or even Thursday. I don't know. Cheap cheap ass Tuesday is always good. Uh, yeah. So that's basically basically it. That's my week. Um, <laughs> I I just sat on my ass just watching stuff, and yeah. And also the second season of um, Solar Opposites came on um, Disney Plus, so I've been having fun, fun with that as well. And also the the series um, Invincible, uh, the new episode came out, and I watched that, and that's really really awesome. This is get, uh, really really awesome show. And I said what I said last week. Uh, if you enjoy superhero superhero shows, but with a, a and uh, a different twist. I, re- I reckon you should sit down and watch that because it's really interesting, funny, and cool. Kendall. Yes. Do you Hello. like things that are funny and cool? Oh, I definitely do. <laughs> I definitely do. That's in. That's right in my wheelhouse, especially the funny part. Um, my Not week, cool? however, nothing cool and cool. Oh. I said both. I just said especially funny. <laughs> but not cool. You know, and for, no, no, no. <laughs> You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop triggering me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not cool to trigger. 
My week. <laughs> my week. My week. My week, my week, my week was pretty good. Uh, yes, as fully mentioned, um, caught up with Wayne for dinner. That was a really lovely evening. And then I uh, had the pleasure of seeing Wayne twice in a week. Um, oh, lucky you. I know. <laughs> yeah, none for me, says, but twice for you. That's cool. He says hi and gives love to everyone, um, of course. No hugs. And he we're, almost, still, we're still in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> he almost uh, was going to come back this week and do an episode um but thing thing he realized it wasn't going to work so but i just thought i would mention that because he he does miss being on the show <laughs> um but uh he'll eventually be back yes so, yeah but um we caught up for uh, uh another another podcast related uh thing and i will mention that potentially later on but we had a really good time um and it was a really good recording so but yeah i will again bring it up later uh what else did i do this week um yeah uh, last night actually saturday night at the time of recording i uh went out in the city where it was really freaking cold oh yeah it was it was cold <sighs> yeah i got the mink blanket out last night when i went to bed like the nice blanket my parents got me for my for my early birthday present and uh yeah and it's it was nice but anyway in the city um one of my one of my very good friends is getting married in a year and a bit, and she wanted to have a get together of the bridesmaids, of which I am one. And uh, yeah, we went to Storyville in the city, and had a, had some cocktails and listened to cool music, and the vibes were great. And uh, people everywhere in the city last night, but the comedy festival's still on, so there's a lot of people still going out and seeing comedy, which is so good to see. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then we went to, uh, San Churro. Um, churros. I know. Had some churros. <laughs> we had to wait forever for them though. Oh no. <laughs> it was very busy. I mean, we were there at like, what time did we go there? Uh, nine, nine thirty. Mm-hmm. We were there and then we left just before 11. Wow. So, but yeah, it took like half an hour to, after we ordered our food to actually get it. Yeah, okay. For, yeah, for, for Sanchura is pretty, yeah. But anyway, they, it was worth it. It was delicious. <laughs> I had a, a nice dark dark hot chocolate uh, hit the spot. Um, but yeah, that was a lovely, lovely evening out. And then uh, in terms of watching things this week, uh, I have three cool things I want to mention. First off, that I've started watching a new TV series, Ooh. Uh, and it's a complete 180 from my recent fare. Um, I have started watching Will and Grace. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm doing it top to tail. I've never done it uh, all the way through before. So mm-hmm. I'm going back and and I'm almost at the end of first season already, which is awesome. which is cool. And it's so funny. And I didn't realize that. Um, Will and Grace like like fight pretty much every episode. Pretty much, like they <laughs> they've got something like, to argue about in every episode. every episode. There's <laughs> conflict between them. I don't know how they. I mean, when they're when they're on and they're good, their best friendship works so well. Um, but then when you know, but the amount of times that they're not, I'm like, how are they even? <laughs> how do they even get along? They come to blows so much, but it does make for good comedy, um, and. God, I just, I mean, I, I you know, I, I've never loved Karen. I love Karen just because I, her apathy is hysterical. Mm. But 
Jack for me is is starting to become my favorite character <laughs> just because of the show tunes and the dancing yep. and the, he has a different job every week and yeah but it's it's great I'm loving it so yeah that's been really fun to revisit that <laughs> um and do it every single episode um through to the revival seasons which I will also yes, do yes. so Lots of watching ahead. Oh, yeah. Lots of watching ahead, so that's going to be great. Uh, and then I watched two other movies. Um, one, uh, both I'll recommend. The first was an Amazon Prime film called I Care A Lot. Mm-hmm. Um, highly recommend checking this out. This one had a f- couple of Golden Globe nominations, got snubbed by the Oscars a bit, but Rosamund Pike is the lead in it, and she won a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Comedy or Musical. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Because the film is kind of like a dark comedy. Yeah. Dark comedy thriller sort of situation. It's about a um, the these women who are uh, a couple who work for the government, uh, and especially Rosamund Pike's character, as like a caregiver um, for elderly citizens who can no longer look after themselves. So she becomes their like full-time, you know, carer. Hmm. Um you know, uh, the, the authorized person on, on their estate and their wills and all that illegal stuff. They put them in a home. Basically she swindles them and takes their money, takes everything, sells their house, gets the money, all this stuff. And it all, she does it. She works the system to her advantage. Um, so she's very manipulative and it's, uh, her performance was astonishing and things go awry when they, they uh, they try to pull off a, a, a job against this woman who seems innocent, but uh, actually has a, a dark criminal uh, past and attachments um, that come back to bite everyone in the ass. And oh it's, no! So it's really good, and Peter Dinklage is in it, and he plays uh, the, the the main bad guy, um, which is very interesting. Very much a role I'd not seen him do mm. before. So I highly recommend people watch that. Um, is very very good. And then lastly, um, I watched Mank this week, Uh, finally, (laughs) after so long. And I wish I hadn't have watched it so late at night. Yeah. Because I didn't realize it was going to be, not that it's a slog, but it was a little bit of a slog. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I I started watching it at like 9 p.m. And yeah, I nearly nearly fell asleep on the couch. Yep. Uh, But that's not to say... It's a bad film because it is a good film. It is superbly well made. I really felt like I was watching something out of the 40s. Yeah. Like the 30s and 40s, the era in which it's set. Like that was very impressive. Even the film score was great. And I read a bit of trivia that um, the composers, who are Oscar nominated, by the way, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, they actually didn't use any instruments from the modern era. They only used instruments from that time to get the sound as authentic as possible. Yeah. And it shows. It's so clever. Um, and I love the way that the, um, you know, like the, uh, screenplay, like script kind of comes up. Yes. Going back and forth between scenes. Like it'll say exterior, this building and what year or like, <laughs> or interior this and then yeah, not- stage directions flashback yeah. 19. Yeah, like it's so cool. Like, yeah. So it's a beautifully shot and, and, and acted and stuff, but yeah. I was expecting more focus again on Citizen Kane and not just like you said last week about how it's all, it's really just kind of about Mank yeah. and his uh, kind of his life in the thirties and forties Pretty much. Um, and kind of setting him up for, you know, um, I don't know. I don't, it just goes back and forth between the present present day then being like 1939 or 40 or whenever it is around that time. And then goes back through the thirties and yeah. 
But um, but so it was good, but it just wasn't what I was thinking it was going to be. Um, yeah. So I don't think it'll win Best Picture, but uh, it's definitely going to win a bunch of Oscars. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. set design and costume and makeup and everything. It's going to clean the technical awards, I reckon, but mm. uh, probably not Best Picture. Um, and Gary Oldman was very good, too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we'll see how he goes. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's me, my week. Cool. We've all had pretty good weeks, um, I reckon. And uh, now it's time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time. And starting off the news this week, we have to get a little sad for a second uh, as we acknowledge the passing of iconic rapper DMX, um, who sadly uh, succumbed to um, the effects of his recent heart attack. Um, at the age of 50, super, super young, really, really upsetting to see him, uh, part this earth way too soon. Uh, very, very talented man, um, and exceptional, exceptional rap artist and actor as well. He was, um, I, I, when I was looking up about him, I forgot he was actually in a bunch of movies in like the early 2000s, late nineties kind of era. He did a lot of action, um, action thriller sort of movies. Uh, he was in Exit Wounds with Steven Seagal, Cradle to the Grave with Jet Li and, uh, with Jet Li and Aaliyah actually in Romeo Must Die. Um, so those are really awesome films, especially Romeo Must Die. I really like that one. That's a good movie. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he had star roles in those and, uh, was probably for most, obviously most known for his, his exceptional rap music and, and hip hop music. Um, two of his biggest hits, uh, are probably Party Up, which I, I didn't realize that song was him. And I love that song. I listened to it before <laughs> coming over to record and I'm like, oh my God, this is every time this song comes, comes on when I'm out clubbing, I lose my shit. It's so great. <laughs> um, so, um, so that was good to realize that I'm actually a fan of his stuff. Um, and, but of course, if you're a nerd and you love Deadpool, you'll definitely know, his anthem X gone give it to you uh which was used to great effect in yeah. the first Deadpool film um and probably move, uh mentioned rather uh used in a lot of other movies I'd imagine cuz it's pretty iconic so um but yeah very very sad to hear of his passing this week and he will most definitely be missed uh, okay let's move on into some happier news now starting with some marvel news we've got some casting coming out of the she-hulk world which is in pre-production at the moment um and uh we have renee elise goldsberry uh added to the cast now joining tatiana maslany as Jennifer Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk. Um, but uh, they have not said who Renee will be playing at all. Uh, they're keeping that close to the chest, so we won't know for a while who that's going to be. But that's really exciting to see her because uh, most people will recognize her from Hamilton, where she played Angelica Schuyler uh, in that and uh, was just fantastic. So, uh, And she's also been in a bunch of other TV shows and films over the years. But, um, but yes, Hamilton is where she she uh, got her big break, I'd imagine. Um, 
you know, uh, most exposure at least. But yeah, she's awesome. So that's that's going to be really great to see her in the show when it comes out. I think next year is when She-Hulk will be on Disney+. Plus. So keep an eye out for that. This was very, very interesting this week. Sony gives <laughs> gives Disney the, the middle finger uh, because they've decided to give Netflix first dibs on streaming their films once they've come out of the cinema. Uh, this is insane. This is huge, um, crazy, you know, and for no extra fees uh, either. Uh, basically, yeah, well, once a Sony or, uh, or Universal film has is, is, is had its theatrical run, um, and it hit, it's going to streaming. It'll, um, yeah, Netflix will, not every time will it be on Netflix. They've said they're just, they're just giving Netflix basically first dibs. Um, you know, so if Netflix decide they want to add, add it to their library, then they can do so. Um, and no one else can say anything about it. So, uh, yeah, so that's really, really, really interesting. And, uh, it's, I guess the, the main, one of the main reasons it's a big middle finger to Disney is, not just because of the uh, Premier Access situation, but the fact that this keeps Spider-Man from Disney Plus. If uh, if Netflix decide to uh, play that card, um, then uh, we won't have any uh, No Way Home or Far From Home or anything on on, on Disney Plus, which is depressing because everything else is there. I think except for Spidey. Except for Spidey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good, good, good news for Sony and Netflix. Um, speaking of studios, Paramount, uh, sadly, this week had to announce more COVID-related delays, um, starting with three Tom Cruise movies. And again, one of them I have to mention. I'm sorry, everyone is Top Gun Maverick. Delayed for I've lost count how many times now. <laughs> Very upsetting. Um, so it was slated to come out on the 2nd of July. So we were almost there. We were almost ready for takeoff. Uh, and now it will be coming out in November. So 19th of November this year. Um, and then the uh, two upcoming Mission Impossible sequels, number seven and number eight, they don't have titles yet. Um, they, uh, well, number seven was supposed to come out this November, but that's now coming out, um, May 27, 2022. And then, uh, number eight's moving from November 4th, 2022 to July 7, 2023. So big jumps, um, over there. The Dungeons and Dragons movie that we've been talking a bit about recently with its casting announcements and whatnot. Um, so that, is moving from uh, its release date initially. So this is the first time this one's moving, I think. Maybe a second time. Um, but it was supposed to come out on the 27th of May next year, and it will now be releasing on the 3rd of March 2023. So another big jump for that one. Uh, there's also another Jackass movie coming for some reason. Uh, why not? Those boys have a good time. But that's only moving slightly um, it was supposed to come out on the 3rd of September this year, but it's moving um, a month and a bit to the 22nd of October. Um, and yeah, and then there's a, apparently there's a spin-off G.I. Joe uh, <laughs> starring Henry Golding, which is exciting because I really like Henry Golding. He's very talented. Uh, this one's called Snake Eyes and it's uh, going to be actually moving forward. So we're getting this in, on the 23rd of July. Um, which is a special day for Michael, um, instead of the 22nd of October, uh, this year. So, yeah, so one moving forward, a few moving back, um, just, yeah, 
shuffling, COVID shuffling. Hopefully this is, I'll, I'll try and say it. I'm just speaking it into existence. Hopefully this is the last of it because <laughs> we're, we're so close, everyone. We're so close. And anyway. we just jinxed it. Yeah, no. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to put the good... I'm sending good vibes. I'm sending good vibes. Anywho. Vibes. Good vibes. Sending good, good vibes. <laughs> good constitutions. Um, okay, moving on into some other news, some more casting. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has been added to the cast of the upcoming Indiana Jones 5, starring Harrison Ford, returning as Indiana Jones, of course. Um, his, probably his last outing uh, with the hat and whip. Uh, but really cool to see her join the cast because she's phenomenal, very funny, very, very talented lady. Uh, most people, of course, will know her from her series Fleabag, for which she won multiple awards for writing and uh, acting in that. And uh, she also had a role in Solo, a Star Wars story. So she kind of has a, a, a connection to Harrison Ford, sort of, uh, and B, uh, has worked with Lucasfilm before, who also produced Indiana Jones. So that's really, really cool. Uh, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. So um, I think that's going to be filming very soon. I think they said this year, I think they're starting to roll cameras. So maybe next year we'll get to see Indy uh, back one last time. So yeah, exciting stuff. And lastly in the news this week, uh, because of, you know, said delays, uh, we would have seen Ghostbusters Afterlife already if mm-hmm. it hadn't been for COVID. But this week, Sony decided to drop a little clip um, just to kind of feed us some content in regards to the film. I'm sure we'll get another trailer uh, when the movie's actually coming out because it is still coming out, I think, later this year. Uh, but yeah, there was a cute little clip released uh, with Paul Rudd, one of the main stars, and uh, he's you know, for some reason in a supermarket buying some stuff and, you know, commenting on everything he's picking up, which is in, in typical Paul Rudd style, probably, Ooh, probably, velvet. <laughs> probably ad-libbing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, for some reason in, in like a, I guess, nod to uh, the first Ghostbusters film, we get to see uh, some stay puffed marshmallow men come to life, but they're so little, they're little and cute. And they're smiling. They're life-size marshmallows. Basically. Like, literally, like the size so th- of uh, the campfire marshmallows. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And, yeah, and then, you know, one Paul Rudd's all taken in by it, and then one of them tries to bite his finger, and then the rest of them are riding in on a Roomba, and then they're they're making s'mores out of themselves and burning it's, and melting over the fire. It's just, it, it was very funny. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, I, I can't wait for the context of that whole thing. Of yeah. that whole thing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, who needs context, I guess? It's fine. It's amusing. It's content. Um, so thank you, Sony and Ghostbusters Afterlife for that little, <laughs> that little bundle of joy this week. Uh, yeah. And that's all I've got for the news. Fulia, uh, please share uh, with us your thoughts. Uh, just going on, uh, what you mentioned about, uh, Renee Elise, uh, Goldsberry's, uh, casting, the character name listed on IMDb says Amelia. Oh, I'm not sure if that means anything, but that's apparently her character name. Okay. Interesting. thought I would mention that. No, thank you. Thank you. I wonder who Amelia is. This just in. This just yeah. <laughs> We've got our roving reporter, Fulia Kandramaji, on the street. And she brings us some breaking news. From um, IMDb. 
Okay, so Sony getting um, giving you know the rights to Netflix on their films after their theatrical runs. Look, it sounds good to me. Just means it gives it gives me more of a reason to keep Netflix because then I can watch That's more fair. of their content yeah. mm-hmm. and whatever films decide to be plastered all over Netflix. Um, I mean, it sucks that when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we're not going to get Spider-Man over in Disney. But since they're the ones who are producing it, I suppose, they have their rights to say no. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Yes, because, yeah. They're... Didn't, they, didn't they have a tiff with Disney about this whole situation of having Spider-Man? Well, yeah, that's how they, like, I mean, that's how initially they came to the deal was mm. the fact that Marvel will make their movies for them, but they hold the the like the the you know the rights to uh sell and distribute yeah. the film however uh, they want however they want theatrically yeah. streaming and um yeah physical media yeah. um yeah and then obviously they had to re up on that deal when the it went sour a couple of years ago yeah and we all freaked out because we thought Tom Holland was leaving the MCU and then no and then it worked out because <laughs> the universe liked us then and yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah but no it's been very very complicated stuff yeah yeah so. so look it's more power to them it's fine but I just get more content on Netflix to yes. watch <laughs> very true <laughs> that's that's how I see it um. Paramount announcing more delays. Look, I, I have, I am not surprised. I've gotten used to hearing about delays for the past twelve months. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so it's kind of become a norm now. Unfortunately, it has. Uh. So for us to see a film come out on its actual release date <laughs> is no more. <laughs> Until no. maybe the next year or two. Yeah. We're not gonna get that. No. So at this point. It's, yeah, it's no surprise to me. And not to mention that most of these films that are coming out by Paramount, I'm really not interested in. So, eh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and probably the last thing that I want to talk about is that little Ghostbusters Afterlife clip. But it, oh my gosh, it was the cutest little thing. I just, I just, I laughed out loud when I saw the chaos that these little marshmallows, these little stuff, you know, stay puff marshmallows just decided <laughs> to wreak havoc in the supermarket, you know, melting themselves over a barbecue grill, toasting themselves into s'mores. Oh my goodness. You know, it's, it's, they're like so cute though. Like you see them and you're like, Oh my God, I want one. And then, you know, as soon as you see it, like bite Paul Rudd's finger and I'm just like, Oh, okay. No, you're a meanie. Go away. <laughs> yeah. They, they are known in the Ghostbusters well for being a bit mean. So. Yeah, yeah. So, but that was a nice little teaser um, for uh, for us to see from Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I just like you, I want to know what the hell that context is with those marshmallows. So, yeah, please, <laughs> please send us send us more information. More. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it for me in terms of uh, my. Yeah, in terms of what I want to talk about in the nerdy news, how about yourself, Michael? Me? Well, this week, um, Sony giving Netflix the uh, first dibs uh, is is a good thing on my part because otherwise uh, Sony would have been looking to 
uh, create their own streaming service, and I don't want that because no. <laughs> there's too many. There's yep. fucking too many. Well, there's and, way too many. Yeah, and it's good that they're, they're saying, no, nah, we'll just put them on Netflix because, you know, we're still distributing them. Um, I'm... I don't mind uh, Spider-Man being on that side because, uh, I don't know, um, it's just those movies were always somewhat different in their, in their takes for, like, Marvel content and I'm considering that they own it, they can do whatever they want and, you know, Disney is the bigger bigger production house. I think they'll probably get... Um, a, probably a better deal by being with Netflix as well, and also, I I'm only assuming that there's probably going to be Venom on there. There's going to be Morbius, yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah if they true. have their own little thing, thing, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I mean, look at look at Disney Plus dealing with um WandaVision and 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 Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, it's, they're winning the internet every week, basically. Oh yeah. So, so it, it it doesn't really matter, and you know, and yeah, uh, and so, Sony, Sony, you know, we've had our differences, but you're a good egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the Paramount um, delays, yeah, it's understandable. They, um, they still still need to get get some stuff done, but the the Jackass Five. Why? These guys are reaching fifty. It's going to be like watching your grandparents fall over. It's it's not going to be. <laughs> and and these yeah. guys have been battered and bruised for years. It's just it's 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 not going to. I like I still like watching Jackass. Don't get give me wrong. Like the old stuff is like it's it's insane. It's nuts. It's it's pretty much human endurance and you're watching like phenomenal feats basically it's yeah it's, it, it's a freak show of our time but yeah. intentional but but no not come on guys don't do it don't do it <laughs> don't do it it's it's not good especially when you're fucking middle-aged and shit ah um indiana jones 5 please let it be the last one Oh, it'll uh, be the last one. I, I can only hope because just leave that franchise alone. It's great. It, it was great after three. Um, Ghostbusters, the, the little clip. Now, looking at it, it definitely looked like it was an ad for something. And consider, and I think those little, little marshmallow guys, the Stay Puffs, uh, is definitely a little bit of a marketing ploy. I mean, they're cute. And we're dealing with stuff that is cute now, like, like the baby peanut, <laughs> baby Yoda, ba- baby Groot. Now it's going to be baby Stay Puff. And and if you wa- watch it, um, uh, Paul Rudd's look is sort of different. He, his beard's a little bit fuller, and he he doesn't he doesn't look like the the character that he does in the in the um in the trailer. So I'm thinking. Possibly this is an ad for Baskin Robbins okay. because that's that's was um, prominent in that sort of clip. Yeah, it kind of was. 
Yeah, That's a so good point. It did. It did kind of feel like, even though I, I, they're like it's a clip from the movie. It did kind mm. of have that vibe of like it's it's an ad or it's a promotion for kind of something adjacent to it. Like it didn't feel like it fit na- mm. naturally yeah. into anything. Because I'm think, thinking because uh, whoever whoever is doing a a brand tie with them, I'm probably assuming Baskin Robbins is going to do like a a string of Stay Puft Marshmallow sort of stuff. With, with that, so um, I'm thinking maybe in a couple of weeks we're gonna uh, there's gonna be ads for that just to get ready for the film and and just to get everyone ready to actually um, like get ready for 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 uh, little stay puffs. You can <laughs> bring little stay puffs home and melt them. <laughs> yeah. And I now I don't know if I want more a a little plushy state little stay puffed. Or or a pop vinyl little, <laughs> little stay puff, or maybe yeah, maybe both. Not a plushie, but maybe one of those stress balls. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's a stress ball. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you poke you it and you toys. Go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should email Sony. <laughs> yeah, Sony. I got an you idea make a for you. Squishy toy out of the stay puff. Yeah, you'll make a yeah. lot of money. <laughs> stress balls. And put me in the next Ghostbusters film. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Put us all in it. Yep. We would love no, you. We'll, we'll mention you on every podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. For a walk-on Go- roll. Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've, we've completely changed the podcast. Now we're just going to talk about um, um, Ghostbusters 24 hours. Or like... It's a podcast called Fred, brought to you by Ghostbusters Afterlife in theatres, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) Not affiliated, but I wish we were. Sponsored. But not really. (laughs) It reminds me of that podcast that um, talks about one particular film, like, over and over and over. I can't remember what it was, but they were talking... But they talk about one particular... They they review a movie, like, over and over and over... And, and they're up to like 200 episodes of talking about the same movie. Wow. I, I, yeah, I can't remember I can't remember what it was, but uh, uh, yeah, it, it it's it's very niche. I would so. love to know what that is. I mean, I don't know if I'll listen to it, but I'm just so curious what the movie is and if they could actually spend that many hours unpacking it. Yeah. Mm. Or I'm confusing it with with um a podcast that actually talks about uh, Mike Myers films for some reason. I don't know. Okay, um, weird confusion. Brain is fried, but then again, so is the Stay Puft Marshmallows because I'm a small. <laughs> Schmall. Schmores. Yeah, we don't do smalls in Amer- in Australia. But we we we, we we get those we get those little ones that we just put on a stick and just burn the living fuck out of it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Until it's black, and then we pull it apart and eat it. You can't get the campfire-sized ones. They're jumbo marshmallows. Yeah. Nah, too big. <laughs> I like the ones that you catch on fire, and blow it out, and you eat, and you take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes. then you burn it again, and you take off the skin, eat it. Burn off the skin, eat it. <laughs> and then you I don't end think up I've eat- had that experience with marshmallows. <laughs> what, burning marshmallows? No. I love setting or it on fire. Skin. I just like fire. Fire, fire, fire. Fire. Anyway, Kendall, do you like fire? 
you pyromaniac. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Fire warm. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have a little leprechaun Especially that tells you the burn things? Especially in today's weather. <laughs> <laughs> what, Mike? Do you, do you have a little leprechaun that lives on your shoulder and tells you to burn things? Ah. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mm? No. He's not a leprechaun. He's just <laughs> He's a, a dwarf. He's a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. That's the nerdy news done. Yay. Uh, for this week. Uh, yes. Which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He has. All right, it's trailer park time. Yay! Yay. Good trailer park this week. Good trailer park this week. Hell to the yes. Um, All our three trailers this week are all for upcoming TV series. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Something that doesn't happen often. Um, Mm. And, of course, we're going to start with the Golden Goose. (laughs) Yay! My choice. Beatles, main (laughs) Oh, bugger. No, my man, yes, my main man. Thank you. Thank you for it. Yes, you got that right. Well done. You get to stay on the show. Um, So the first trailer is, of course, for the upcoming uh, series from Marvel Studios. Hawkeye. Yes. (laughs) This is great. We got another another really cool trailer um, that kind of shows... A little bit more, but still not that much. Mm. Kind of confirms what the plot of the show is going to be, kind of what we thought it was going to be anyway. The speculation was that he was going to be helping the TVA fix all of the, um, you know, the the disruptions in the time stream, um, put things back, time travel uh, shenanigans, uh, and that's basically what this trailer kind of sets up which was really cool to see um, some more dialogue uh, and back and forth between uh, Loki and uh, Owen Wilson's character Mobius. Uh, I can't wait for all of their scenes <laughs> together because damn, I love Owen Wilson. Um, and yeah, he's just, it's just, it's just so funny because like one of Tom Hiddleston's earlier movies in his career like the same year he did Loki, he was also in Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson, um, and they're only in a couple of scenes together. But then Tom started doing uh, his Owen Wilson impression on his like you know interview circuit on the regular, and it's so funny that now they're in this show together, <laughs> and they're like the two main characters. So makes me laugh. He does a very good Owen Wilson impression. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> Uh, it was a very good trailer. Uh, like the spectacle of this show is going to be huge. It looks visually stunning. I love the, the kind of aesthetic and decor of the TVA, um, that we see in this trailer, like the golds and browns and almost the kind of old school, but new school tech that they're using, um, as well. Um, I kind of am thinking that, uh, like the reason that Loki has the word variant on his jacket is because and I think people have talked about this online already. So it's not really news, I suppose, but the fact that um, we're probably going to be encountering a lot of other Lokis in these other timelines. 
and uh, so there, so he has a jacket on that says variant, so they know which one he is, uh, and which one they can trust. And I don't know how well that's going to pan out for them, because this is uh, this is Avengers Loki who we're dealing with. Yeah, this is Loki just before the events of Thor: The Dark World. So um, <laughs> he's very, very naughty at this point. Um, very malicious and backstabby. Um, untrustworthy. So very untrustworthy. Very untrustworthy. He's a, he's a naughty boy. He's a naughty <laughs> boy. He's not the messiah. <laughs> he's a very naughty boy. Uh, yeah, but no, it just... Look, Tom Middleston looks like he's having the, fu- the time of his life. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Returning to this character again, uh, which has you know just has me so excited. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else I can say. I'm just, I'm so keen. I'm so here for it. It just looks stunning. Um, yeah, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. Fulia, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what did you think of the trailer? Uh, well, this trailer has got me even more excited to, keep, to actually watch it. And I cannot wait. Woo. It's going to be so good. It's be um, yeah, like you said, I just, I can't wait to see, um, you know, uh, Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson in the same room and just, you know, Going back and forth with their with their lines, it, it just it looks like they had a ball of oh, yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's there's gonna be a lot of things that are happening um, because, and it's all because Loki broke the timeline. It's his fault. Yeah, he made he made so, an alternate reality. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, and now it, because he broke it, he has to fix it now. Yeah. So <laughs> they're like, you have no choice. Yeah, you're um, working for us. Yeah, and yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see what we end up seeing in those variant timelines, I in know. those different timelines, and what happens, and you know, the way that uh, Owen Wilson's character is just going to be like, so this is what happens, this is what's supposed to happen, but you've ruined it. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting, but uh, like, I've got. Nothing else to say. I just want to watch it. I now. know. I know. I just really need it to be right, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when is June? I just. Need I know. June. I know. <laughs> Cannot wait for June. Oh my god. I usually hate June, but this for the first. Now you're looking forward. For the to first it. time in like twelve years, I'm looking forward to June. Only <laughs> Tom Hiddleston can do that to me. <laughs> oh my goodness, Michael. What did you think of the Loki trailer? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Tell that's not true. Really feel. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, it's not true. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really really interested in, in in this one. Uh as I've said before on this podcast, this was the one that I was more interested in because, you know, it's 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 spacey, it's time travel and it's uh, alternative timelines. And having said that, th- hopefully this will more explain the sort of time travel or the sort of uh, the way they deal with time travel with different dimensions sort sort of stuff. Yeah. So so there's more uh, um, more more probably more explanation about the way that um, Endgame sort of worked, co- considering with what happened with Captain America. Did he? What did what did he do? Did he just st- stick around in? in in the previous timeline and all this shit went down and he and he said no nah, I'm, I'm just gonna stay right here and i just would be just would be peggy and it's like well 
You could have stopped 9-11, but, you know. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. awesome. But... But I'm thinking, you know, don't think about it. He, he's just he, he just grew old with Peggy, and that's just a, a lovely story. And, yeah, I had a little tear at the end. I was like, yeah, he, he got his dance and that. But yeah. with this, uh, but with the Loki series, I'm, I'm very interested in the, uh, in the way they go about it because there's a couple of writers from Rick and Morty in this, so you yeah. can definitely see, see there's a sort of elements of... Um, uh, um, uh, Douglas Adams sort of things in this, like this, like with that scene where is, uh, with that scene where he asks, uh, "Could you sign here of, um, uh, sign here of all, everything that you said?" And it's like this big pile of paper, and, and then he says, it's a, and then he says, "Are you serious?" And he, and print out another piece of paper, and it's like, "Yeah, and sign this too." Now that that's very um. Uh, <laughs> Uh, very um, Douglas Adamsy sort sort yeah. of bureaucratic sci-fi that, that <laughs> they sort of deal with. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that because you know <laughs> I love sci- science fiction. That's also a little bit satirical as well. And and the way that they go about this, I, I'm I'm very looking forward to it. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say about it because I do watch a lot of um, breakdowns as well and they sort of, uh, we're sort of on the point of what actually happens in this trailer. Like, Loki is pretty much a fugitive that's actually helping these people, like, patch up the the timelines as well. And I love to, I love to see, uh, I love seeing that, that um, the graph that they sort of had with the splinter off uh, sort of variants of the mm. timelines as well, and and there's one that's about to hit the other, and I noticed that I was like, "Ooh, what, what oh. happens with that?" Yeah, because uh, I want to see that. It's like, what happens if two timelines touch? Oh, oh. <laughs> shit Feelings. going down. Yep. Uh, <laughs> timey wimey stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Yeah, <laughs> but done good, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm a big Hoovian, but you know the way things are going. It's like, yeah, they, come on, BBC, you can do better than that. Uh, yeah, uh, I like it. Kendall, do you like it? Yes, of course she likes it. She loves it. I love it. <laughs> I want to marry it. Um, sorry. <laughs> If you like it so much, why marry So, uh, in exactly two months from today, at time of recording, we will be watching Loki on Disney+. Plus. The first episode will be streaming on the 11th of June. Yay! Yeah, but do we have to? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Michael. Next, that's the next show we're talking about after... Falcon and the Soldier. Soldier. <laughs> oh, yes. okay. So we're going to have to wait a month and a bit for that. Yeah. <laughs> Once that's wrapped up. But mm, regardless, something exciting to look forward to. Yay! All right. Speaking of exciting, the next trailer is for an upcoming Netflix series uh, called Jupiter's Legacy. And this is, I think, the first of the Mark Miller. Uh, Netflix properties 
because uh, we talked about it on the podcast a year or two ago at least, where he um, he made a deal with Netflix to for them to um, make stuff out of all of his IP, uh, mm. all his all, all adapt all his comic books and stuff. Um, so this is the first big one of, of that uh, Milarverse to come to the small streaming screen, and um, yeah, I'm I'm fucking in. <laughs> this was a good trailer. This was a good trailer. I don't know about you guys, so I'm really curious to hear. But I was, yeah, the music was working for me, which is weird because like music with lyrics and trailers like this usually don't work for me but it did for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of, it just seems like this big kind of superhero fantasy epic um, with a pretty cool cast and um, some, you know, the, the effects aren't too bad. Although I wish they'd, you know, had a better money budget for Josh DeMal's wig and beard. Cause yeah. I'm not entirely convinced by the way he looks. I mean, I think he looks cool. Like, he looks badass with, like, long hair and a beard and stuff. But it's not very realistic. And I know it's... I'm looking for realism in a superhero show. It's not going to happen. But yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. I'm asking for too much. Uh, but, you know, that aside, yeah, this is a very well put together trailer. So I hope the series is just as good. Like, it looks like the stakes are high. It's uh, it's not just a superhero drama. We're going to get family drama going on because it seems to be following the story of the, you know, the kids of this, you know, um, kind of Avengers-like group of superheroes from back in the day. They've, all, they're all, they've aged gracefully um, and they, they all have kids who have powers and they're concerned about what they're choosing to do with them and how that affects their legacy, which I think ties into the title, I guess. Jupiter must be the na- either the name of uh, Josh DeMille's character or maybe the name of their kind of band of, of merry men, I guess, and women. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm... I mean, it looks it looks epic. It looks it looks like a lot of fun and uh, some feels. I think are on the horizon. So I'll be checking this out for Leah. What do you think? Jupiter's Legacy, Justice League. <laughs> you know, <laughs> same same. JL JL. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, it's another superhero franchise that we're probably going to have to get into. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure about this one, to be honest. Okay. Um, I didn't really get into it as much as you did, Kendall. Mm. Uh, few, few people do get into things as much yeah. as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intense. Yeah. Um, um, I yeah. had no idea that this was based off a, a comic book mm. um, series. So, uh, I mean, I might still check it out just to see what to expect from this particular series. Um, but... From what I got from the trailer, pretty much what you said, there's gonna be some family drama, and it's, it's, yeah, and just superhero magic power and all that sort of stuff. Um, so it's it's kind of like it's kind of like The Incredibles meets super, like meets the, Watchmen. Yeah, that's kind the of. vibe I was getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Watchmen and you know because the kids have inherited powers from the from the from the family from the parents and um, yeah, I'm just. Trying to piece together, like, what's the whole picture of this? Okay. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm probably not too convinced from this trailer to actually go out and watch it. 
But in saying that, I wouldn't be surprised if I end up watching it anyway. So. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Michael, what are your thoughts? Hello. Um, yeah, I was a little bit interested, so I did a little little bit of a deep dive in it. Uh, yeah, Mark Miller, um, a prolific uh, comic writer. Um, we we all know him, uh, who uh, who wrote uh, Civil War, of course, um, and he also wrote uh, Old Man Logan as well. So mm. mm-hmm. definitely good good. Um, uh, good um, character studies in in his um, in his ways uh, portray superheroes, like especially in DC and in Marvel. Uh, but with this one, it's uh, they're more indie. I actually quite like that. Um, uh, like streaming services are not just going for like the the big main players like like DC and Marvel. They're sort of doing more indie indie stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, considering I'm watching. Um, uh, 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 Invincible as well, which mm. is roughly the same vein as this one. It's it's uh, about the generation thing, like you inherit this from your parents. So, do you go down the path of what your parents do, or or do you, like do your own thing? And this is a, sort of the sa- same thing. Um, I mean, sure, you can go into the family business, but maybe you want to do something else. And considering these kids are kind of like um, showbiz parent uh, kids, it's like that that sort of like brat pack sort 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 of thing. Like they were living in the spotlight for pretty much ninety years, as they they've been saying. So I can't can't kind of like that aspect, um, uh, because that's something something that we haven't seen and yeah it's kind of like the uh, uh, incredibles as well but if the uh, but if the incredible kids were like a little bit more grown up and like little shits <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah so so yeah it definitely definitely looks interesting and it's on Netflix so it's another thing to watch on Netflix as well as my uh, Spider-Man as well <laughs> yeah. yeah so nice yeah i, I I can go. I can go for that, and just like you know, yeah, I'll look past the sort of bad hair and 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 color in beard as well. So. Yeah. Oh well, That's can't right. have everything, but no. you know, it's uh, looking at sort of the splash pages of the of the comic. Uh, comic. Uh, it's definitely very faithful to the look of the um, superheroes and that. So yeah, cool. yeah I. I, I, I Go for it. Yeah. It's good. Nice. It's yeah. good. Sweet. What about what about you, Kendall? Are you good? <laughs> I try to be. Oh, are you a bad guy? Duh, do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> remember last week? Yay. Yes, I yes, call back, I remember that. Yeah. How can I forget? That's what, that's what my name is, Callback Sam. Callback <laughs> Callback Sam. <laughs> so, Jupiter's Legacy will be streaming uh, on Netflix on the 7th of May. Mm-hmm. It's not, nice. not far away. Mm, yes. All right. Mm. Last trailer for this week is um, a definite change of gears from the previous two trailers we've talked about. Um, and that is in no way a bad thing. 
Um, this is for uh, an upcoming series on Amazon Prime called Frank of Ireland. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna watch this, but this was a good trailer. I like this. No, I probably like. I might watch it. I just don't know if I will. <laughs> um, but it's a good, like, it's a good trailer. It does a really good job of um, setting the tone for the show, what it's going to be about. That Frank is just this complete hot mess who doesn't have his shit together at all, um, and he has a lot of kind of antagonistic people in his life. <laughs> um, that grind his gears and then he just grinds the gears of everyone else. And, um, so there's a lot of crazy antics to be had and yeah, there's a lot of good gags in the trailer as well. And I love the fact that, um, uh, like I love that. I love Donald Gleason a lot. He's great. Um, so the guy who plays Frank is actually his, uh, brother Brian. Um, so, you know, I didn't realize that Brendan Gleason had more than one son. Apparently he has four, um, and here we have two of them, um, but they seem to be playing, uh, like best mates instead of brothers, I think in this. No, I but, think they um, actually are playing brothers in this. Oh, they are playing brothers? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell the vibe. I was like, I, cause I heard them say friend at one point, And so I thought maybe it was friend, but you know, you can be friends with your brother. So mm. I guess that makes sense. Um, so yeah, well, that's cool. That makes sense. Cause they do look a lot alike. Um, that's for sure. So Yeah. Uh, really, yeah, and really cool to see just like an Irish comedy, you know, yeah. like we get a lot of Brit, Brit coms, um, um, and of course, you know, so many American sitcoms, but, um, but it's nice to see something that seems genuinely, um, you know, genuinely funny coming out of Ireland. Um, and well, I, there's Mrs. Brown's boys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, not. I'm not saying no. There's. I'm not saying there's no Irish comedy. I'm just saying we don't see it often enough. No. Yeah. That's is true. what I mean. This is true. Um, feck. Um, <laughs> feck off. Feck off. What you mean? Um. Yes. Drink. So... Girls. <laughs> feck. Come on, Father Ted. Oh, okay. All right. There's another one. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, there's no. There's no Irish comedies. Okay. I didn't say no. I said oh. <laughs> anyway. I will probably watch this, but um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. It's a good. It is a good trailer, and I think it's going to be a good show regardless. So, Folia, what do you think? Uh, it was it was a good trailer. Like there was some funny moments. Uh, I don't know if it's my type of comedy to be honest. It, it just seems kind of like. Awkward situation. Yeah, a bit awkward, bit cringy. Um, you know, just yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be the type of person that would watch this. Uh, but it did look like fun. Um, yeah, like I don't know what else to say. Uh, okay. Well, that's that's fine. <laughs> that's pretty much all I've got. <laughs> Name all your I mean, Irish comedians that you know. Nah, Dylan Moran. Jim Owen. Isn't Jim Owen Scottish? No, he's Irish. Is he Irish? No, he's Irish. He's Irish, yeah. okay. Good. <laughs> Over to you, Michael. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear. David Allen. Um, <laughs> he lost a finger. Uh, I, I quite like this one. <laughs> I watched it because... It, 
because uh, it ca- came up on my feed and I was like, oh, I'll give this a go. I like Irish shit, considering I am one. And and yeah, I just, yeah, I, I kind of like the premise. And um, I thought I didn't know anyone who was in it, but then but then I realised, ah, oh, Charlie Weasley is in it. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, and that's all. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's done nothing since. <laughs> nah, he, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't in um, that that uh, Christopher Robin movie uh, where he plays the writer. Yeah, um, goodbye, Christopher Robin. Yeah, no, no. Yes. Yeah, goodbye. Yes. Um, for some for, for some reason, I was thinking of the other one because two came out at the same time. I know you and McGregor's in the other one. Yeah. I like that, that one because that, one. hmm? that one's just called Christopher Robin. Yeah, yeah. The Christopher Robin. Yeah, I kind of like it because it was a it was filmed in Ireland and it yeah definitely had the sort of um, Irish twinkle that I definitely enjoy. Uh, I'll be watching it as opposed to anyone else on this, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's okay. Because uh, I, I threw out the suggestion is like, oh, what about this for Trailer Park? And you picked it, and I thought, okay, let's talk about it. And then <laughs> we couldn't, couldn't think of other Irish things to think about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, this looks like a bit of fun and a six part series. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's Irish. I love it. Nice. Thick. <laughs> Arse. Girls. <laughs> Nuns. Rivers. Anyway. What about what about you, Kendall? Are you are you Irish? Yeah, I've got have Irish. Got... I have Irish it... Irish ancestry. Yes, I do. Have you got a little? Have you got a little Irish in you? I do. yes i would i love the accent um yes cool so frank of ireland will be streaming on amazon prime literally this week on the 16th of april so get around it on the same time that uh mortal kombat was supposed to go on so i'll just be i'll just be home watching something irish Frank of Ireland. There you go. There you go. Frank of Ireland. Yes. Kiss me, I'm Irish and shit. (laughs) 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 All right. That is Trailer Park. Woo! Done. Mm -hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Roll on out. Which means now. Trailer Park. What? What? <laughs> Just say the line for you. <laughs> I can't be bothered setting it up. Popcorn culture. <laughs> Woo! 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 Worst meeting you... ever. God, don't you hate delays? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mike. One day we will do this in person with you, and yes. it'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe in May. Hopefully in May, yes. Mm. May we? May. 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 
May. May. In May. May. Go lay by the bay. Wait, what? Eat some hay. What do you say? I just may. Anyway, it's pop and culture time. (laughs) I eat shit like you for breakfast. Yeah. Ah, you it's got time it. to it's discuss. Time. Yes, discussion. It's here. Oh my god, I'm literally chomping at the bit to get into this because holy shit, a lot happened. Um, <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier discussion, of course, in popcorn culture. Uh, we're today we're going to be yes talking about episode four. I thought um, we were going to talk about Happy Madison. Uh, <laughs> you mean Happy Gilmore? No, the Happy Madison um, um, uh, uh, production company, cin- uh, cinematic um, universe. You, oh, universe. Okay, yeah, because yeah. no. it's all connected. No, no, no. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a different cinematic universe. Uh, okay, so yeah. no, no, a Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle yeah. rules. No. Well, that. Okay. Yeah, no, no, not not today because we are going to be talking about. <laughs> oh my God, you didn't see you didn't see that because this is audio, but Fulia literally gestured emphatically at Michael <laughs> over the camera. It was great. Um, anyway, behind the scenes information. It scared for you. me. It scared you. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of things that scared us, this episode is called "The Whole World Is Watching," mm-hmm. and boy, is that title appropriate Ooh, for yeah. what happens at the end. Yeah. Boy, howdy! Boy, howdy! All right, where do we want to start with this one? Um, do we want to save the mo- that moment for the end appropriately? Yeah. I think. Yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I I want to briefly touch on. Uh, how good the opening scene was, seeing Bucky and Wakanda with Ao. Um, yes. I freaking loved it. It was just so powerful and so so great to actually, like, show that because we never really – because there was never any time for it before. We never got to see any of Bucky's treatment um, when he was, you know, being rehabilitated in Wakanda um, after Civil War and uh, – infi- and- during well before Infinity War, um, so yeah, yeah, intense. What did you think, Fulia, about yeah, that, that was, scene? It was interesting to see because um, I'm 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 hoping that even though we've only got a couple episodes to go, that they show a bit more of that part of Bucky's history, I suppose. Um, because, like you said, we never got to see anything that happened to him since then. Um, no. And I'd like to learn a little bit more. And just watching him go through a kind of like a, a therapy, I suppose, with Ao. Um, she was just, you know, just saying random words that are, are associated with the thoughts that he. Well, yeah, they're the, the things that he's done in the past. Yeah, they're the code words to activate the Winter Soldier. Yeah. 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 That she was saying. Um, yeah. And just watching him tear up because of the memories that he's had was just so heartbreaking. It was. Oh, my God. I just yeah. wanted to be like, I want to give you a hug. I know. <laughs> just wanted to hug Bucky, like, oh. real bad. Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bucky. Um, um, yeah. yeah. I just, I felt so, like, so bad for him be- oh, yeah. because of. He knew that he did these things, but it was out of his control. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And, yeah, just seeing him sit there, just, you know, just getting all emotional. Man, Sebastian Stan did a wonderful oh, job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. He nailed it. Yeah. That was, that was just, yeah, watching him cry and then listening to him, like, listening to Ao say the words to him. You are free. Yeah. Repeatedly. Yeah. And then he starts, you see a brief kind of smile before they cut away at the end. Like he's just fully, for the first time in like nearly a hundred years, he's happy. Mm. You know, like that's, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, what did you think about it, about that opening scene? Yeah. Such a really touching scene. And, and also is a good contrast to the following, uh, following scene where, um, where, where, she just says, "Well, you freed Zemu." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's de- definitely a scene that needed to be there, uh, uh, especially especially for Bucky's like um, uh, character building and where where he is at the start of this series in particular, and also where where I'm assuming where he's going to go at the end of the se- se- series. Yeah, and I think it was also a good way for. Uh, people to like understand why they decided to use Ao and not Shuri because we all know Shuri was the one that really um, fixed the brainwashing mind control stuff in his head um, and constructed the new arm. But so the fact that Ao rocks up at the end of last week's episode, um, you know, seemed. Seem, made sense, but seemed maybe seemed odd to some people. So this was a good way to show them the fact that she also played a part in helping him re- rehabilitate. Yeah, um, and that they have yeah. a connection. And I love all all of their scenes together throughout this episode. You see that you see that they have an understanding, um, but you know she's still going to do what she came to do regardless. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. that's what I love about the Dora Milaje as well. They just they take no prisoners. It's, well, yeah. they take prisoners, but you know what I mean. Like they. They do. They do whatever they want because they can. Yeah, yeah. Gave him eight hours. Mm. Yeah, mm. a ticking clock. A ticking clock. Yes. Um. Yeah. Oh my God. Where do we go next? Cause... Um. Uh. Just to go. continue. Continue with that. With this thought. Uh, yes. It's, please. It sort of adds on to uh, when she basically <laughs> she disarms Bucky. In, yes. in more than in more ways than one. Literally, yes. <laughs> wow. And I think and thinking his look um, says a lot of things, especially when, uh, especially when he's been saying if Steve was wrong about Sam, maybe he was wrong about me. That means, uh, and I sort of got, and I don't know if you you guys got it, but but I I sort of got um. Well, if it was so easy for him to actually lose this arm, they they had a fail safe if he was to go rogue again. It's like, oh, maybe the Wakandans didn't wouldn't have trust trusted me either, which is sort of like a pile on of what he was thinking. It's like maybe I don't need I I, I can't be saved, but it's it, yeah. I, that's what I sort of got. Yeah, no, that's that's totally fair. Um... Yeah, okay. Um I'm just looking at my notes. So after that that's we, we kind of go to the flag smashes for a bit mm. and um we realise uh in the aftermath of um 
the the bombing of the GRC facility that it kind of backfired on them and it only made the governments of the world kind of tighten up and fasten fasten up like fast track all their uh you know the stuff that the flag smashers are trying to stop um which was very interesting so mm. yeah yes yes very interesting um and then, oh yeah, and then freaking so Zemo and, and Sam and Bucky are, are, you know, obviously still trying to find this, uh, find Donya, the lady that meant meant a lot to um, Carly. Carly, thank you. Like, why did I blank on her name? Carly, yes, Carly. Um, so yeah, so they they're trying to find her so they can get to Carly. Yeah. And, and um, man, oh man, did did Zemo give me creepy vibes when he started singing "Ba Ba Black Sheep" yeah, to those yeah. kids? Oh yeah, that was that was that was funny. It was funny, but it was good. Um, but I was so wet, just expecting a betrayal at that, like at that at that point. Like there was, I mean, yeah, there was there was a little bit. There was a little bit because he was like, you know, see those men over there? Don't don't tell them what you just told me. Basically, like you know. Because they're trying to find out where the funeral is, so yeah. they can go see Carly. But well, yeah. he he sort of needed leverage because um, yeah, because uh, uh, Bucky to- told him um, the Wakandans are here and they're going to take you uh, within eight hours, and then <laughs> and then he sort of goes, oh, okay, so I'm going to be working by myself because fuck you guys, you're going <laughs> to hand me over to the Wakandans by the end yeah. of this, so. Yeah, yeah. Zemo, I really like Zemo this episode because he kind of started to kind of show more of what I was expecting him to be like. Yeah. Very, you know, in it for himself kind of villain sort of thing. A sneaky Um, bastard pretty much. Very sneaky, yeah. yeah, Very sneaky and, uh, yeah, kind of just trying to, you know, manipulate the situation to his his advantage. Yeah. And all of that. Yes, Mike. Yeah, that's why I kind of liked uh, uh, Zemo in, um, uh, sorry, in uh, uh, Civil War. Yeah. Where he he's um yeah he he can lie he he's a he's a liar but he's not dishonest he's uh, he's true to his word he's he's he he knows his goal and he just continues on 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 with that. It's that yeah. is that right? It's that phrase. It's like you can always trust a dishonest person to be dishonest. It's very hard to trust a honest person because they can be dishonest. And and with this one, with um, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, sorry to go forward in time. Uh, where he he picks up the vial. He he could he may have a little bit of a hesitation and say, could I take this? No, this is not me. And he destroys the me- the many that he has. So in a way, he's true to himself. And yeah. yes, and his thoughts are are bad because he is qu- quintessentially a bad guy. And sorry, I just kicked over something. That's what that <laughs> okay. noise was. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even actually... Not to jump in either, but that scene, I, ne- I didn't even think for a second that he would take it. I'm like, no, there's no way he's going to take it. He's going to he's gonna destroy it, surely. Yeah. He- and, uh, yeah, so that didn't surprise me. Yeah, he looked at it. He <laughs> looked at it. Hmm. He smashed it. I have the power! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So one of the cool things about this episode I really liked is that it was a a really great balance between the drama and the action. Um, like as much as I love the buddy cop stuff with Sam and Bucky, of course, there was a bit a bit less of that this week. Yeah, there's uh, a lot more drama and tension. Yeah, with uh, John Walker. Yes, which I was going to get to in a second, but I was going to talk about something else first. Yep. <laughs> um, so. Um, one of my favorite scenes of the whole episode was when uh, uh, they final they they get to where the uh, the funeral for Donya is. Yeah. And uh, Sam goes in alone. Um, obviously, yes, you mentioned John Walker. He has entered the fray, um, has entered the game, and um, with Lamar, and they're basically wanting, of course, to do things their way, um, but they get you know, like just barely get convinced to back down at, so Sam can go in and uh, actually, you know, do some good and get yeah, try exactly. and get through to her yeah. because he... I love the fact that they brought up, again, the fact that, you know, Sam has experience with people who have been in traumatic situations like this. Yeah. Um, calling back to Winter Soldier, which is cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he walks in, he listens to her eulogy, and then they talk, and I freaking love that conversation that they had. What did you think, Fulia? Oh, man, he was so close to, to so just, just getting close. through to her. So close. And I I like the fact that they, they gave us this moment of just no fighting, no drama, yeah. just a chat. Because yeah. that's, that's all Sam wanted to do. And it was kind of nice to see that Sam understood how Carly felt about this whole situation. Yeah. Um, and he's he's got empathy for her. But at the same time, he has his morals in the fact that the things that Carly's doing is hurting people and she's killing them as well, which yeah. is not right. No. Um, and Sam was like, there are other ways of diffusing these type of situations um, without hurting anyone. Um, and my gosh, it was like, so close. And then that asshole comes in and yeah. is being so impatient. He's like, that's it. I can't handle it. And just, just rampages right through. And of course, Carly, Cap. then all of a sudden is like, you, you said you were coming, you said you were alone. You brought back up. How could you? And yeah. then, you know, the yeah. whole thing explodes. So yeah. Yeah. It was very frustrating. Fucking, yeah. But great. Fucking captain frat boy. <laughs> oh my god which can i mention while you say that i realized this week you know i on this this podcast since we've started talking about uh, falcon winter soldier and john walker and white russell of course i had been going on about how i hadn't i didn't think i'd seen him in anything but he has been in a few things and one one notable thing he was actually in 22 jump street <laughs> now, he... I don't know if you remember if you guys have seen it or not, but, Mike, have you seen it? Mm, vaguely. Okay, alright. Well, this may not land then for you guys, but for me, I lost my mind. Um, he, in it, he plays this, like, total frat boy, dude bro, football player. Of course. Um, who's, like, becomes best buddies with Channing Tatum's character in the movie. And they have this, like, bromance. And I didn't even know that that was the same person <laughs> playing John Walker. Like, either he's a great freaking actor, which he, uh, he is, or I, I just, yeah. 
or it just I don't know. Like I was just blown away. I'm like, oh my god. And he was also in an episode of Black Mirror too. So, which coincidentally, so was Anthony Mackie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but that just yeah. But you're right. Yeah, Captain Frat Boy ruins the party. But Mike, what did you what did you think of of Sam's attempts to try and get through to Carly? That particular scene, I, I loved it. Yeah, uh, it was so I always. Good. I always enjoy just characters just talking for for some reason. Um, yeah, I, I'm all for that. And considering that even Sam uh, got Carly to basically admit that what she's doing is is morally wrong and mm-hmm. questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and she just turns it back and is like, "No, you just made me say that." It's like, "No, that's, I love that." Yeah, I love that thing. she she was fully tripping over her feet. Like, oh my god, I'm no, no, I don't mean this. You're making me say this. Like, no, he's not making me do like, anything. Yeah, and it, considering in this um, in this episode that we get to learn that the serum that um, that they have is basically being your true self, and and it's it's uh, amplifying your true nature, and yeah. Cons- Considering what what we see a glimpses of Carly, and what happens to John Walker, but later on on that, and also with um, Steve as well, like he was he was morally a good person, and and amplifying a good person is an extremely good person. And yeah, yeah. Even though even though he he had self doubt with himself, he. A lot of people sort of saw him as saw him as this basic basic god on earth, and and he didn't want to live up to that. And and Zemu Zemo Zemazem <laughs> Dan- dancing the dancing man uh, for an <laughs> yeah. hour. Thank you. One Marvel, hour dancing. How good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, said in this said in this episode, he was. Uh, Yes, um, Steve was uh, one in a million. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't an- another one, uh, except for Isaiah, but, you know. Isaiah? Yeah, Isaiah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, I was literally so. just... I was literally just looking for the, those quotes because, yeah, that was so... What well, yeah, what 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 Sam and Bucky and Zemo are all talking about in regards to super soldiers and, and Zemo especially, you know, talking about how super soldiers kind of you know, the reason why we have or you know, organizations like Nazis and and, and supremists, she call uh, sorry, he calls Carly a supremist. Yeah. Um and and then, you know, Sam I think it's Sam, I can't remember if Sam or Bucky, but I think it's Sam is quick to point out, well, you know, we Steve was not a bad super soldier, and yeah, so I'm glad that he's like, yeah, yeah, see what he was, he's the one exception to the rule, you know. Um, yeah, it's fascinating, mm. and even yes. Carly is sort of turning into the bad guy. Of uh, <laughs> thanks, Fulia, for putting uh, the Incredibles in my head, but she is basically the bad guy of the of the Incredibles, the first one, where where if everyone's a super soldier, no one's special. That that sort of thing so and carly wants to, wants to give this the serum to to children basically people yeah who, people who have no morals re- really they're still working on their own psychology in that and what i love about this, this 
particular show is that they're not just the big fighty fight and all that the sort of surface level sort of thinking they're sort of having very deep philosophical like quandaries and questions especially yeah. with uh zemu as uh, zemu i'm fuck it i'm gonna call him zemu okay you've never <laughs> said his name wrong until today i know i don't know why <laughs> it's just going to be a thing for this episode uh, uh zemu um, is having that conversation with Sam of if they offered you, if if they offered you yeah. the serum, would you take it? <laughs> and then it says, and then Sam says, no, I wouldn't because you know he doesn't have to. He's got wings. Fuck him. Um, and he sort of threw it, threw it back in Zemo's fat Zemo Zemo Zemo's face, where where he says, well, uh. Where he's talking about the God complex and the Superman co- uh, complex, especially yeah. with nature, where where uh, no one can be can be overpowered, and I can't. Damn, I can't quite remember what what he I've said. I've got the quote in front of me. Do you want me to read it out? Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah. Um, so Zemo says, "Sam, you can't hold out hope for Carly, no matter what you saw in her. She's gone, and we cannot allow." that she and her acolytes become yet another faction of gods amongst real people. Super soldiers cannot be allowed to exist. And then Sam says, isn't that how gods talk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. That's probably my favourite line. Yeah, it's great. Super great. Yeah. Um, and speaking to this, like, serum making, you know, people who they really are, I think the reason why... I feel like the reason why Carly... She's still like she's still good. Like we we really do kind of know by the end of this episode that she does have the best intentions in mind. But I think the reason why she's okay or can justify committing atrocities in order to get you know achieve her goals, I think it's probably because whatever anger and resentment and hatred she has towards the government is just coming out and being amplified by the serum. So while she's trying to do the right thing, it's becoming you know, mixed up and misguided because mm. of the way she's feeling about the whole situation. Whereas yeah. someone like Steve Rogers, you know, just wanted to go to war to do the right thing. Yeah. And that was it. And that's the same thing with Sam. The fact that he's like, that's the re the fact that he said, I'm not taking the serum. Like if I was offered it, um, that is why Steve Rogers chose him to be Captain America. Yeah. Cause it's not about the serum. It's, it's about, you know, it's about, what that shield is supposed to represent and what that mantle means to so many people and how much more bigger it is than you. Yeah. Um, it's about his morals and values and how yeah. he... Being the best person you can possibly be. Yeah, exactly. The most selfless, heroic, brave. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't, yeah. And I wouldn't blame Sam for destroying it either, that he basically admits that he... I can't remember if it was this episode or the pre- previous week where where he said the Bucky is like well maybe I should have destroyed it if it because a lot of people, oh the shield yeah, yeah the shield sorry yeah that's what yeah. I was talking about yeah 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 and um and Carly even said that this episode because her and one of her flag smasher comrades they're having a discussion while they're f- fetching the serum from their hidey hole and. He's talking about how much he gushed over Captain America when he was growing up. Yeah. Um, and she's talking about how the shield, if she could, she'd destroy it because it 
it represents the world that uh, you know a world that a she thinks doesn't yeah bygone era a world that she thinks that doesn't exist anymore um it shouldn't exist so yeah and in a way it doesn't anymore no 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 not anymore everything's more gray Everything is way more grey. So as we head towards more of that grey territory, yeah. let's talk and about I, the... And also that guy um, uh, gushing over Captain America, which is, which is awful foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the worst kind. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's talk about the, the, the scene where the Dora Milaje have decided it's been eight hours... Yep. And we're coming for Zemo. Yep. Um, and how good was it to see John Walker have his ass handed to him? Yeah. By <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, my gosh. Like, gosh. watching him be all shocked and be like, how could these, how could these, I don't know if it, maybe it was a kind of a sexist thought of these women could beat me down, I'm Captain America type of look. But it could also be the fact that it was just the fact that he just got beaten down, even though he's Captain America. I don't hear. Yeah, I didn't take it. I didn't take his um, dismay or defeat face or reaction as a sexist thing. Yeah. I, I basically was like, it's his ego, and they yeah. they just didn't have powers, yeah, and, and he, he was defeated. Yeah, exactly. His his pride his pride was bruised. Yeah. from people who like he thinks he didn't should... that, that that don't have the yeah. serum in them. Yeah, yeah, because like he understands getting beaten by flag smashers, but the fact that he's being beaten by non powered people. Is, yeah, exactly. He, he feels like it shouldn't be happening. Yeah, exactly. Which is also a double double thing as well, considering. It's like, well, I've got a gun and you got pointy sticks. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. A little bit. But yeah, it was it was it was great. Yeah, but at that same time, with everything that's going on, nobody actually keeps an eye uh, on Zemo. Stupid. So he finds the opportune moment to sneak out. Probably the Super only shit. Probably <laughs> the only floor of the episode. Because I and I said this in my video that I did, but I hate this trope. Because I'm like the Dora Milaje for one are smarter than than that yeah. to let him get away. Yeah. Like the fact that they were that dis- no, I don't believe that they would have been that distracted to not notice Zemo get away. You know, they're there with a mission with a purpose, and mm. that's that's him. So they, sh- I in my opinion, they wouldn't have given it two, f- and they really didn't give two flying shits about John Walker, but. He was an obstacle in their way, but I feel like they, they, yeah, I don't know. I would have written it differently if it had been me, but, yeah. but I mean, you know, it was a means to an end and it was a very entertaining sequence because, you know, it was just great to, at first, before it really got intense, but at first just to see, like, watch Sam and Bucky, watch John Walker have yeah. his ass handed to him. <laughs> They're like, should we do something? They're like, we should do something. <laughs> He's like, and then Bucky's like, looking strong, John. Just like clapping from a distance, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Did the did the um Gene Wilder stop? Wait, come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was great, Mike. What did you think of the fight the fight scene? Really good. I really enjoy these fight scenes, especially in this show. Um, uh, what I really in I I don't want to say enjoy, but it's also another another aspect to to have when the um when john walker is talking about jurisdiction it's like uh wakanda doesn't have jurisdiction here and they says well uh when when the when um 
I don't know what you're trying to say. Uh, oh. when, when the Dora Bellagio, they've got jurisdiction, jurisdiction anywhere, wherever they go. Yeah. Which, which is not, which is not good for, it's not, it, yeah, that, that's sort of questionable as well. Cause essentially that's what cap, that's what John Walker's Captain America is doing. As well. And I think it's probably a commentary on the U S in general, because like John Walker seems to be representing a lot of modern day, America from a government perspective I think like the fact that they feel like that they can insert themselves yeah. into these situations um yeah. and so I think maybe the D- Dora Milaje stating that they could do that was maybe holding up a mirror to America in a way but you know doing it doing it with these badass African women um I thought was really cool but yeah, yeah. but I, that's kind of what I I got I got from it um, but, yeah. it is, but you're right. It is bad, though. The Dora Milaje shouldn't have jurisdiction wherever. Mm. But that speaks to my point of they would not have let Zemo get away, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think that just backs up my argument. I don't know. But yeah. But anyway. <laughs> it and was great. Where, and, and that's where they disarmed Bucky as well. Just yes. Like, yeah, literally sweet. disarmed. Literally disarmed him. Like, that was cool. Yeah. Didn't know that could that could happen. And the look on his face was just... Pfft. Can we rewind just a little bit Absolutely. to the point where um, so Zemo finds Kali, obviously shoots her, and she's she's wounded. I don't think we got up to that point yet. Isn't that no? That's after no. before that happens. That's after. Isn't yeah, it? that was after. before. Was it was before? before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was after. before. You know, it was definitely because... before because that's when he so Zemo destroys what he thinks is all of the vials but one is still left and that's when John Walker comes in and sees it picks it up picks it and up get, and puts it in his pocket and, and but he doesn't head, think head but chill. he keeps thinking about using it but he never does um, because it's in his pocket that whole time and mm. even in that fight scene in the in the in the in that house in the apartment um, it's still in his pocket, and that's where his mind is like, they don't have the serum in their system, and they've beat me, beaten me. What kind of a Captain America am I if I can't fight? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was later because they had, like, they had two different conflicts mm. with, and fights with them in this episode. So I think because I've I only had time to watch the episode once this week and not twice like I usually do. So I think I've just. I got no, it mixed up. Sorry, yeah, no, that's, that's I, I, I apologize. That's right. I apologize. But yeah, that. Sorry, I'm annoyed that we skipped over that because that's mm. very important, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, and the th- fact that yeah, for it's annoying because for a part, I thought too that my brain was like when when Zemo shot Carly, like oh okay, she, she is she about to die? I'm like oh no, she's a super she's a super soldier. She, yeah. She'll heal. She'll be fine. But I remember when I was watching that moment on Friday and. Just and John Walker, like, and I knew he was gonna smash him, but then when John Walker walk comes in, and and I'm like, there's gonna be one he didn't smash. Yeah. There's gonna be one he didn't I know. smash. <laughs> I was I knew expecting that it straight too. away. Yeah, and then I saw him look at it, and that fucking weird head tilt thing he did, like he just fucking, it was like a Wonder Maximoff tilt, but on crack, just like, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna crack the neck and be weird. Um, it just felt strange to me, yeah. but anyway, um. Yeah, and he I, needs I thought... the shave as well. He's getting all scruffy. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I feel like that that's kind of adding to his descent for some reason. Because, like, you know, in movies like and th- TV shows like this, when characters are going down a darker path, they don't really look after them themselves. 
self care goes out the window. He kind of yeah, yeah. he kind of looked a bit disheveled. That is a yeah, that is a sort of a me- mental health thing as well. If you yeah, start, if you yeah, start absolutely. like neglecting neglecting your basic basic hygiene, hygiene is, yeah. is sort of a uh, it's sort of an indicator that you're not doing too well. Yeah, mm. yeah. I did yeah. kind of think he was going to take it then and there, though. Yeah, I was. I was looking. At, I was sort of waiting for him to be like to pop it and just sort of take it. But you could see in his his eyes, he's like, "Do I really want to take this? Do I really need it?" Yeah, that's and true. And then he pockets it. He's like, "Maybe I won't need it." Yeah. He wants to prove to himself that he may not need it. And yeah, and you see him questioning that when yeah. he talks to Lamar and they're in public, and mm. he's wondering what if he should take it what's going to happen if he does and that kind of thing questioning what will happen and and then yeah and then you know someone randomly comes up and be like oh my god it's captain america yeah and he's just like he's sick and tired of the whole publicity stunt stuff yeah well i think he just kind of wants to i think he's like because he mentioned that what he's doing now is something that he feels is something that he's always wanted to do yeah and he feels more useful Whereas what he was doing, because when Lamar mentions the fact that he got these accolades when he was yeah. a soldier, yeah, he was just like, oh yeah, the three soldiers that I got for blah blah, you know, three yeah, he got three medals of honor, yeah, and they he basically we get to find out that they weren't earned the way that you know one who was named Captain America should be earning medals, yeah, and he he know, and he's acknowledged that that it's not. It's not great, and that they both collectively seem to want to make up for it. So I, you know, there is still part of John Walker that's good. So mm. I think that probably by the end of the show, um, hopefully they can reach him in a way. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen. No. But maybe they'll try for it. I don't, but I don't think so. I don't, I think, don't so. think so. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, but no. So yeah, so good to finally. See that yeah. move along. And then the look of joy on Zemo's face as he's, like, smashing those vials was great. I'm like, yes, he's actually doing something good for a change. Just getting rid of the vials. Yeah. <laughs> Is yes. it good, though? Question I know, right? Mark. Question mark? <laughs> um, I mean, I, su- I throw the question on to you, Fulia. Would you take the vial? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I totally would. Would you? Yeah. Nah. 100%. I want to be super strong and fast. I'm already super strong. And I would help people. I would do it. I would use it to help people. But I, just I don't need to be super strong. I'm super strong. strong in the brain. In the brain. In the brain. In the brain. Gee, okay. brain. Well, why what are we going to do tonight? <laughs> while we're talking about it. Um, yeah, the, so the last confrontation of the episode. Yes, yes. Um, so, um, so we get to the scene where they're still going after, I think it's Carly. They go to meet her again. So Carly rings up Sarah. Sarah, yes, correct. And is like, I'm just going to, I'm going to be nice about it. I don't want to hurt you, but I want to meet your brother. Yeah. Tell him to come here. Otherwise, this is what's going to happen to your family. Yeah, she threatens her. And, and I was like, oh, Carly, why? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> why did you have to go down that route? No. Um, and yeah, and so obviously, um, you know, Sam gets the news. He's not happy about it. He's like, get your things, go hide out somewhere, get the boys and just stay safe until I say so. Um, and... Sam 
tells Bucky. Bucky's like, I'm coming with you. And he's like, well, she wants me alone. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And at least I like the fact that Carly realizes after Sarah, like Sarah convinces her that um, he's like, that Sam's not working with John Walker. So at least by the fact that she sees Sam and Bucky together, I, I feel like she starts to kind of trust him again. Because, yeah. you know, one of the first things she says, like apart from the fact that she's she's a little annoyed that Bucky's there, but mostly she's like, I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt Sarah or the kids. Like, you know, we just need to talk this out mm. kind of situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that quickly goes to shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because then you see that uh, John decides to just barge in and uh thankfully uh what was her name again that told sam is like you've got incoming john's coming yeah so basically what happened was what happened was is is that um yeah they asked um sharon sharon that's to use her satellite contacts in madripoor to um find like track john walker right and so basically lamar and john have found the like found some flag smasher hideout place um separate from where carly and sam and bucky are right so then um they find out that john and lamar are going for the flag smashers and so they they take off and run and leave and try to you know prevent shit from hitting the fan yeah with them um and then yeah and then that's when you know uh you know, the, the Flag Smashers take Lamar hostage um, and then John tries to go and save him and then and then after that, that's when the fight just escalates with Kylie rocking up and with Sam and Bucky as well. Um, yeah. Is that... Do you feel... Like, I don't know exactly... Like, I, I'm, I've been trying to pinpoint when exactly John takes the serum because it's not... It's not seen. You don't see him take it, but it is implied, obviously, later on in the last fifteen minutes of well, this whole episode. Well, we see when I think it. I think he takes it after the after the um, the the discussion scene with Lamar. He takes it after that. I think. Like obviously, they don't show it on screen. Well, because yeah, but from there we go to the fighting, and he's got powers. So what do you? Yeah, no, I was more so thinking the fact that he's taken the serum. Um, at just before he comes into the second meeting with Carly. But he's not at the second meeting, is he? No, he barges in on them, remember? I d- no, I don't think no, he does. No, it's a same. different building. That's is what it? I, yeah, that's what I said. It was yeah, a different building. Yeah, it's a completely building. different building. Ah. Oh, I, I felt like wow, it was still the same place. We're both place. getting this confused. They look, it looks, it all looks the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, let me find because it. Because they get the word that, um, John... John is uh, found a hideout for the flag smashers, <clears throat> and then and then you see see um, Sam fly off, uh, and Carly. Oh, because then he said start he, he running. Told, yeah, because he told Bucky that he would send the coordinates to him. Yeah, it just looked like he went up and then came back, and I'm just like, it's the same place. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Yeah, so Sharon's monitoring Captain America. And then calls uh, Sam to tell him that um, that uh, John Walker's moving. Carly tries to escape, 
Bucky slams into a uh, Falcon, joins the fight, and knocks Carly back, tells Winter Soldier he'll send him the location and flies to where Captain America and Battlestar are, and they are breaking into a building that the Flag Smashers are using as a base. So it's a completely separate okay. location. Okay, all right, cool. All right. Yeah. So he's so before he enters that building, he's yes. taken the serum. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Done. Yeah. Good. All right, we got that. We've oh. established that. Oh, we're, <laughs> that's all right. We're doing great today. Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. Nice. And for me, it was it was absolutely clear from the moment that he started fighting uh, in that scene, instantly knew that he had taken the serum. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love I love Sam's reaction. He's just like, "What have you done?" Yeah. And then and then John's like, "He doesn't care. He's like, we have to go save Lamar. They've got Lamar." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked I like that. But yeah, it's so I don't know. It it started to feel really interesting seeing someone dressed as Captain America have Captain America's abilities all of a sudden. <laughs> um just because, you know, from behind, like he doesn't have the exact same stature as no. as Chris Evans, but very similar. And uh so from behind and in, in shots and watching him like jump out of the building and land on uh, you know, that car or whatever with his shield that's just like, you know, makes you reminisce about the good times <laughs> a little bit, but then at the same time, it's, it's just all, it's all wrong. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So good, glad that we were all right, that that was going to happen. I don't yeah. Know if, yeah. Yeah. I guess it was inevitable that John Walker was going to get abilities. So I'm glad that they, I didn't think it was going to happen that soon. Not that that's not that episode four is soon, but I, I had a feeling it was going to be, like, you know, cliffhanger going into the last episode yeah. situation. But we're not doing that. So, yeah. But anyway, the big the big turning point of this whole thing we need to talk about is um, when Carly accidentally kills Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that triggers John's emotions. Yeah. Uh, he gets... I, th- I feel like it's just more anger than anything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah, he's where he snapped. Yeah. He snaps. That's the last, that's the last thing. And that's yeah. when everybody disperses and John, John's just like, that's it. I got to go find Carly, but ends up finding Nico instead. Um, which is one of the other, which is one of the other flex measures. Yeah. 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 Um, but that was, the- I, I kind I kind of had a feeling that Lamar was going to die at some point. Um, so I'm not surprised to mm. see his demise, but it was not, it was kind of, sad that he died the way he did and the fact that Carly clearly didn't mean to kill him because she immediately took off her mask and like the look on her face was like just guilt straight away I think yeah like holy shit what did I just do I didn't mean to do that um yeah but before we get into the big moment Mike what did you think of this whole like this kind of climax of the the episode yeah all the fighting and stuff yeah um I sort of twigged that he probably took the serum when he actually threw the the shield into the wall. I thought, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then after he bent the lead pipe in, um, in oh, half, it was clear. Yeah. It's clear. Clearly, that's when we were like, oh shit, no shadow of a doubt. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is which? Okay, we're we're doing this, and and then, yeah, Lamar. He's basically John St- um He's Jimmy. He's Jiminy Cricket, you know. He's his conscience just is gone now. So yeah, the one last <laughs> thing that would have pulled him back, I think. Yeah, and he's gone, and he he snapped, which does happen in the comics as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, his family gets killed, and he just go. 
and he just goes berserk and starts killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, let's talk of, let's talk about Captain America murdering a man. Um yeah. because that happened. Mm-hmm. Um and gotta say, like I don't know if you guys have watched my video yet, but no. I I pointed out yeah, the fact that it was I don't know, Mike, if you got the same thing when you watched it, but the fact that um uh the the motion, the fact that the way that, that, that John chose to kill Nico uh, even though Nico was begging him, basically, like, it wasn't me. I, you know, I didn't kill him. He didn't give a shit. Um, and the fact that he decides to use the shield the exact same fucking way that Steve used in Civil War against Tony. Like, like do you remember that, Julia? Nope. So in the end of Civil War, when Steve and Tony are fighting, they're, the climax of their fight, like, the end of their fight, Steve is over Tony, on, and Tony's, like, on the ground, and then Steve raises his shield up in the air. This is the exact same way John Walker does in this episode. And, you know, we all... Well, I don't know about you, Mike, but I thought in that moment in Civil War that maybe he was going to kill him. But then he just jams it into the like the arc reactor in the suit and oh, depowers yeah, okay. the suit. There it is, yep. Instead of yeah, actually he, killing him. Yeah, he was hitting Tony in the head and he was still, still had the... Um, helmet, on. helmet on, yeah. But it went through the helmet, so the helmet's off. So the helmet's, yeah. And, and it was a cut, and then he, it looked like he was going to go for his head that w- d- wasn't protected. But then, yeah, it went for the arc reactor, is an arc arc reactor, and then and then yeah. <laughs> Even I hold my breath when I watch. I was like, ooh, oh oh yeah, <laughs> it's intense. So the fact that you know this, we're seeing. This new Captain America here used the shield in that same way, and the, and it's the tipping point that separates him from Steve Rogers, but also forever kind of now taints Steve Rogers' legacy. Yes, yes, I absolutely agree. I yeah. was just like, just, he, just using that excessive force on the innocent person. We'll say innocent in quotation marks, um, because. It's true. Nico didn't do it, but John was John wouldn't have it. He's like, I don't care. You're part of this. You're part. Of, you're part of the cause. You're part of the flag smashers. You're gonna die anyway. So he does it, and I'm just, oh man, it that is such an unforgivable act, and like you said, it taints the Captain America legacy, the Steve Rogers legacy. Um, but the other thing that happens. During that time, is they're surrounded by civilians yeah. with their phones out. Yeah, the whole world is watching. It's gonna be on the news everywhere, and oh, yeah. no one's gonna trust the Avengers ever again. <laughs> well, or maybe not Captain America anyway. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say the Avengers. He's not an Avenger. No, <laughs> specifically, they haven't really specified. I guess, but yeah, but no, you're right. Yeah, like it's tarnished now. Yeah, you know, how do you come back from that? And then the other question is. Um, and I was watching a video on YouTube talking that brought this up. They were wondering, cause like, obviously we don't know how the world's going to react to this, what the fallout's going to be. But this, in this video I watched that one of them, one of the hosts posited, maybe America will stand by their symbol and stand by yeah. their shield and kind of, invent or cover up or come up with some story that, you know, to, to make it okay, 
to justify it. Like, they will come to save John Walker, I think. I don't know. I would... T- it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard, but I feel like it... No. It, I feel like it speaks to... I feel like it speaks to the fact really that... It's going to be really easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Well, it's, you know, they, they, they really want... They really decided to have John Walker as Captain America and not, not, not Sam Wilson. Yeah. So... The fact they'd be they'd be a pissed off that he's clearly fucked up and taken the serum and whatever, but at the same time they he's their golden boy, you know. They chose him for a reason, and because not only does this reflect badly on John, reflect badly on Steve Rogers and the Captain America thing, but the country America, exactly. the United yeah. States of America. Yeah, so true. so yeah, so either yeah either they'll come to John's you know rescue and it'll be fine. <laughs> He'll get away with it or, um, yeah, or, or I don't know, something different will happen. But yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think the fallout of this situation? Mike, you look like you're chomping at the bit. Go. Yeah. Um, we, we, we have our own sort of group chat in this and yeah, I sort of went berserk because I wasn't, I'm, I was more pissed off of what was going to happen after this. Like, yeah, yeah I was shocked that, um, yeah, you got Captain America using a shield, a a defense thing, as a weapon and killing someone with a shield. But being the sort of political nut job that I am, they they can turn this, as I said, they can turn this into a win for them because they've already set up the flag smashers as a terrorist organization. So they they can basically claim, well, he was defeating a terrorist and we don't negotiate with terrorists. We need to be strong. And so you you can have pundits going, yeah, we need a Captain, Captain America who doesn't hesitate to, you know, pull the trigger. And that's why I got more pissed off because this is a very political show. <laughs> more political than any other any other Marvel thing that's ever come out. Even even more than um, Civil War and and with the uh, Akovia Accord, which is Akovia Accords, yeah, yeah. And considering what happens at the start, that um, they're ramping up their uh, they're ramping up their things, especially after the the um, the bombing from the previous episode. That that yeah, they can they. Uh, this government organization can ba- basically double down on what what they're doing. They're not. I'm guessing they pro- probably step back with John Walker as the sort of the Captain uh, Captain America, and maybe they would they would sheepishly go, "Well, we're going to retire John because you know he did this thing because it was good. It was good for the world, but we're going to retire him. So we're going we're we're probably going to give the." Shield back to Sam. I don't know if or uh, Bucky and Sam are just going to take the take the shield because basically John is now he he can't be saved like at all. So that so Bucky and Sam are going to take down John and and John's probably going to be U.S. agent maybe or the idea of John Walker is probably going to be like like gone i don't know but yeah i i oh, i just got really pissed off at, at the end of this show it's like you're really gonna do this to me 
I uh, I watched the I watched Marvel just to escape from the real real world. <laughs> and the fact that they're now getting really real is a bit confronting and a bit upsetting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, d- I haven't seen the next episode, but there's only two episodes left and there's a lot of there's a lot of loose ends to tie up and ending something like this, I think they're just going to deal with this and um probably no time for a, a sweet cameo. I don't know, probably. <laughs> I don't know if we need one at this point. It's just, I mean, yeah. I mean, who gives a shit about the power broker now? I know, literally, no, don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, like, literally, the he only got mentioned maybe once or twice this episode. Like, there was that tech, another text message to Carly saying, "I will find you and kill you." Basically, Liam Neeson from Taken, <laughs> um, and and I'm like, oh, cool, don't care. Everything else that is happening. Is way more interesting now than the power broker yep. situation, but I guess we'll find out who that is maybe next week. Mm. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I can't get the image of him standing there with the shield and, and the, the blood. blood. Yeah, neither can I. <sighs> and the way that they pan up yeah. from like they angle it to give him the power. Yeah, and it's just like oh, I don't like this. I do not like this at all. And just the look on his face too afterwards and like the heavy breathing and like just the he i think he's surprised that he did that i think but but kind of doubling down on it at the same time he's like Mm. yeah i did that i don't know i can't believe i did that but yeah i did that i don't know that's just the vibe i was getting can can i just say three three words please america fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) well done (laughs) <laughs> that was great. Yeah. But no, such a... It's all right, everyone. I've stopped the terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> such an insane way to end this episode. Yes. Um, and and just also to show the look on Sam and Bucky's face, in too, their reaction. And then Carly in the crowd, too, was shocked. Oh, yeah. I love how she just somehow was able to blend in and no one gave a shit. Everyone was just staring at John. Um, which I guess makes sense. But, mm, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. People are definitely going to be taking sides of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Things are going to be... Like, there's going to be more people joining the Flag Smashers, I think. And... Uh, Being more sympathetic to Flag Smashers. Yeah, yeah, more sympathetic towards them. A lot of peop- people in that are probably anti-America will probably <laughs> take up with the Flag Smashers. Um, so yeah, things are going to get intense real quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but it's going to, it's going to be real good for us. Oh yeah. Um, we have a lot of American listeners. We yeah. do actually. <laughs> and we love America just to say we do. Uh, and when, okay. when, when we're talking about people who don't like America, we are talking fictionally. Yes. Um, in the MCU. <laughs> it, it, so. Remember it's a TV show. <laughs> it's a TV show. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. So, I don't know. I don't know if there's any anything else really to add other than to say that was probably the best episode of the series so far. Yep. Left me in a shock. Yep. <laughs> Made me feeling yuck, but, you know, things are supposed to make you feel. Yeah. <laughs> so just just for context now, those reactions were were you reacting to you know what you just talked about in the group chat yeah 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 
Yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I just wanted wanted confirmation because Mike sent us through some really angry kind of <laughs> intense reaction gifs and and a picture of himself. My word, <laughs> <laughs> I was concerned. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just it's just it was it was more of what what it was about to become. Yeah, yeah, a thing. Yeah, uh, like you you saw that happen, you realized, oh shit, this is what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pick your sides, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you remember team when Edward it was team just Jacob? <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember when it was something like that? Lovely is like, are you team Rogers or are you team Stark? Or... Yeah, <laughs> team like, Stony. Was... Yeah, team Stony. Yeah. Like, now your team. Uh, flag smashers, or, or, or basically America. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm team. I'm team Sam Bucky. Yep, me too. That's my team. Yep. So you be going rogue? Going <laughs> yes, going rogue, as one tends to do. All right, <laughs> I think that might do it for our Falcon you know, and Soldier it- recap, discussion, review, chat, rambling. Yes, Michael. You know who I blame? Who? Mephisto. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mephisto. Yep. Blame Mephisto. It was Mephisto all along. Yep. (laughs) I saw a couple of hexagons in this episode. (laughs) 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 All right. Okay. We are now at the end of the show. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we are, which means it's time to check in with what's up with Fred. And, uh, yeah, for me... It's just my YouTube content mostly, apart from this show. Um, yeah, my I've got a, a reaction video that's still up for the Black Widow trailer that dropped a week and a bit ago. So check that out. There's also a reaction to the Loki trailer if you want to see me lose my shit in real time to <laughs> to that trailer. It's pretty awesome. So please check that out on Fred the Alien YouTube channel. Um, and then, yeah, what I talked about earlier at the start of the show, Wayne and I got together and recorded another Fred Watch podcast, another Fearsome Friday, so keep an eye out on the socials for that one. It will be dropping soonish, I believe. Um, I won't say what it is, but if you've been listening to our f- or paying attention to the Fearsome Friday specials, you'll probably figure out what it is we're talking about. But, um, yeah, we had a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. For me, for you, what do you got? Uh, I've got my usual uh, YouTube content at the moment that's just going up, Immortals Phoenix Rising, and past streams. Um, apart from that, this week, I'm going to be away. Yeah. So next so next week's episode, I will not be here, unfortunately, uh, because I am going away on a break um, yep. for a week. Yeah, Fully's taking a holiday. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> And no, that does not mean Mr. Black is coming back to the show. No. I want to make that abundantly clear. What's wrong with Mr. Black? <laughs> I don't know where to start. But Fulia, that's exciting. Yay. A little holiday for yourself. Yes, yes. Going to take a break. Just recuperate. Rest and relax and come back refreshed is the, is the plan. So um, hopefully you guys don't miss me too much. Oh, we will. Um, 
We will. Uh, but yeah, that's what my week and a bit is going to be like. So I'll be back in the next two weeks. Yay! <laughs> Michael, how's your week looking? Yeah, my week's going okay. Uh, nothing special, really. Um, yeah. Watching more TV. <laughs> it's going to be good. And more Minecraft. Yeah. I'm filling up holes and, and digging holes. And mum, I dug a hole and I filled it with water. <laughs> no one's going to get that reference. Coming across no. zombies. Most of our American listeners will not get that reference. <laughs> yeah. Get an education. Go watch and the watch castle. Some, go watch it. Or castle. 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 And <laughs> <laughs> we're not having a debate about how to say a word. Yeah, except except Mike, I say Castlemaine. Go figure. That's Newcastle. <laughs> and I say Do I say Newcastle or Newcastle? No, no I, I say, say Newcastle. I knew say I say Newcastle, but then I say Castlemaine. So yeah. it's weird. Oh well. But, but tomato, saying, tomato. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying the word on its own. It's castle. Anyway. <laughs> so, Kendall, Any- do you live in a castle? Yes, the man's home is his castle. Um, any Fred-related things, Mike, to mention? Uh, except for this show, nothing much. Maybe a review, a review video uh, at the end of the week. Fingers crossed. Ooh, mm, cool. Yes. Maybe something that's uh, maybe something in the pipeline. Hmm. Good. I look I forward to, to it. That I need to, you know, get off my ass, stop playing Minecraft, and and edit the fucking thing. <laughs> yes. Stop procrastinating. <laughs> but it's fun to procrastinate when no one's home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's why Wait. I say don't procrastinate. <laughs> oh, procrastinate. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so I think that might just about do it for this week's episode. Yep. Woo. And that, and that was, was a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. We had to catch up with Did you. I get wow. <laughs> was that in time? That on our end it was, but on, on I I don't know if it will be on the recording. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Remember okay. to follow us. Yes, Michael. Sorry, I was just you know trying to get ahead. Yes, <laughs> trying to get ahead. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts and Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredtheallianproductions.com. Follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred plug. Yeah, it was. Yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia And I'm X is gonna give it to you. Fuck, wait for you to get on your own. X is gonna give it to you. Knock, knock, open the door, it's real. Wit, a non stop pop, pop, and stainless steel lister. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yes, yes. 
R.I.P. DMX. Um, and you You've just, just experienced, experienced a podcast called Fred. In sync. In sync. <laughs> Rooney Beef. Yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Freddy lives. See you in two weeks. And see Mike and I in one week. And... Wakanda forever. Yes. And... 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 See... See... See...